Welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth meets professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast with Herm Allen. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're having a great morning or a great evening, depending upon when you're listening to this particular episode uh, that we're about to get into today. Uh, Today, uh, what I want to talk about uh, is three keys for new professionals. And what I consider a new professional is someone who's recently entered the world of work or for those who will be entering soon. You know, we are now in the month of May of 2020. Things are a little different right now, but we will get back to a point where folks will be going back to work. And even if you won't be going back to a physical facility, you'll still have to have these three keys. And so I want to leave you today with a compass to kind of help you navigate the early stages of being the new kid on the block. Now, I specifically want to speak directly to those new professionals or young adults. You know, I don't want to leave you out either. But also, let me preface what's to follow with this. Professionalism has nothing to do with the amount of money you make or the amount that you don't make or the title on your door nameplate, or your business card. Now let's take a look at three key points to consider as you begin your professional journey. Also, let me preface uh, this with, I'm also speaking to those individuals who may be mentoring young professionals or have the opportunity to mentor or to be uh, an example or role model to someone entering the workforce. Because I remember when I first entered the workforce, when I got out of graduate school. Yes, I had jobs and employment prior to going to college, things of that nature. But once I got my degree, once I got some training in a particular my particular field, I felt like I didn't have everything I needed going in. So over the course of my 25 year career in higher education, these are just three keys that I think are valuable for anyone that's starting a new career. Now, I just said these are three keys, not the only three, but at least this is a good place from which to start. So so let, let's begin. The first key that I believe would help young professionals is your competence, your competence, your ability to do the job for which you're hired. When it comes to your competence, know and trust what you do know. 
you may not know everything there is to know about the job at hand. But you got to think of it this way. You were hired. So apparently you showed something or at least showed enough of your competence to do the job. Now, your competence makes up your, your knowledge, your skills, your abilities. Now, in, in order to tap into your competence, you need to know what your skills, knowledge, and abilities are. You need to take inventory of them as they relate to your current role or position. You know, if you have access to a career center or to a career coach or someone of that nature, I mean, there's a lot of things online out here. Take inventory of what you do know, what you have baseline knowledge of at this point, okay, at this point. Your competence is is a reflection on your ability to put into action the training and the instruction you have already received. Now, this is providing that that training and education was adequate. So hopefully you have had some training and or education prior to moving into the position that you do have. And even if you haven't had adequate training or enough training to your liking, hopefully where you're currently working, hopefully there's some professional development, there's some ongoing training that you will have in order to do your job. My philosophy is that I don't think an employer hires anyone with the intent to fire them. My guess is that most employers want you to succeed because if you succeed, they succeed. Are you helping them meet their bottom line? Are you helping them to be able to implement and, and, and manifest their mission, their goal statement, their vision statement. You are a critical part of that particular organization. But your competence, you got to have the competence to be able to do your job. You have to know what you're doing. Yeah, some people probably go into a job and fake it until they make it. I don't advise that. But if that's where you are, It may not last long before you're exposed. (laughs) So you want to make sure that your competence is up to par. Now, what helps your competence? Well, you got to have the second key, your confidence. Are you confident going into this new profession? You know, if you've truly invested in your competence, your confidence is almost automatic. And I say almost because you have to believe that you're competent. See, there's a connection there. You have to believe that you're competent. That's going to boost your confidence. But if you don't trust your competence, you're not going to have confidence. Did you catch that? If you're not fully satisfied with your competence, you're not going to have confidence doing your job. Your confidence is a direct product of your competence, not the other way around. You don't have confidence first and then to show your competence. If you're competent, you're going to be confident that you can do the job. So going back to competence, 
Take inventory of your knowledge, skills, and abilities so that you can focus on what you do know as opposed to what you don't know. And the things that you don't know, that's where you get the training. That's where you get the education on the job. The OJT, as they call it, on-the-job training. Because when you can walk in confidence, there should be no mistaking your ability to perform, right? When you can walk in confidence, there should be no mistaking your ability to perform on the job. It's just going to boost and enhance your competence. They work together. They work together. Being a new professional means your capacity for growth is large and your potential is unlimited. Okay, you're walking in, not even with the glass half full. You may be a quarter full, a third full, however you want to measure it. But that means that there's room to fill that cup. There's room to fill that up. So your capacity is tremendous. Your potential is unlimited up to a point. And as, as a career professional, you, you'll plateau, possibly. But until that time comes, keep filling up your cup with knowledge. Keep filling your cup up with skills. Keep filling your cup up with newness, with growth. And even if you hit a plateau at that particular employer, you can Always move on to someone else and start over. At some point, your ceiling should become the new floor. So the floor you're at now, you'll get to move up to a ceiling. Well, that new ceiling should become a new floor, which means you can go a little higher. Okay? Hey, that's two keys down, one to go. We'll get to the last key right after this. Free your mind. Orient yourself to excellence. Create a new mindset. Use your resources. Seek significance. These are the five principles covered in my self-published book, Focus. Five essential principles to reach your goals for students and other smart people. This book is not about goal setting per se, but instead takes you, the reader, on an introspective journey reaching your goals should leave evidence that you lived a life of significance. If living a life of significance is important to you and leaving a purposeful legacy behind is desired, then pick up your copy today. Now available on Amazon.com. All right, welcome back. I'm talking about three keys for new and young professionals. The first key we talked about was your competence. That's your ability to do the job, knowing and trust what you do know. And we also talked about your confidence. You know, your confidence is a direct product of your competence. You know, if you've invested in your competence, your confidence is going to be almost automatic. That you should be more confident as you build your competence. Okay, that's how those two work. Now, the third key that I want to touch upon is your commitment. Commit to being the professional that you are and to that which you are to become. Did you catch it? Commit to being the professional that you are and to that which you are to become. 
By now, you know my favorite word when it comes to personal growth and development and becoming a better you. It's a process. Even as a professional, it's a process. But you got to commit to being the professional where you are. Start where you are. You can't start above where you are. But you can contribute and build up to move beyond where you are. Also, when it comes to commitment, commit to your own personal and professional growth. Now, this is something that I had to learn as well. A lot of times we put a lot of the responsibility on our employers for personal and professional development. Yes, there is some responsibility there. However, if you aren't getting what you feel you should be getting, seek other outlets and opportunities for personal and professional development. Because whatever you gain, you can take with you anywhere. Once you acquire the skills and the knowledge, no one can take it from you. There's too much technology. There are too many educational and learning platforms in the world today not to be personally and professionally developed. When you have platforms like Coursera, Khan Academy, and a plethora of other opportunities that are out there, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to grow beyond where you are. But you got to make the commitment. Okay, you got to make the commitment. The commitment is not something to take lightly. You know, don't be complacent in being mediocre. Don't be complacent. (laughs) That's another C that I should have added, but nonetheless, commit to your own personal and professional growth. Also, when you commit to learning and a desire to grow, you'll be more likely to see growth opportunities outside of those in in the traditional sense. Okay, when you commit to personal growth, you're going to start seeing opportunities. Ooh, I want to learn about that. That looks like that might be interesting. You know, don't just work to have a job to get a paycheck. Yeah, that's that's fine. I understand. We we have to live. We we have to have shelter. We have to have food. We have to have transportation and all of those other needs and 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 work provides those things. But just don't settle commit to those opportunities that you find all right commit to those so there you have it you have your competence your confidence and your commitment three keys to unlock the door to your professional future as i close this episode today um, I, i want you to catch this being a new young professional does not mean you're incapable of contributing to the goals, mission, and purpose of your department, program, or organization. Forget about the imposter syndrome. I often hear people talk about that. You're not an imposter. You're the real deal. You're a professional, plain and simple. Take advantage of the opportunity in front of you. Build upon what you already know and don't discount what you do know. Now go and prove it to everyone, but more importantly, 
prove it to yourself. If you're mentoring a new professional, help them out with these three keys and continue to contribute to their professional growth. Thanks for hanging out with me. Go ahead and subscribe to the Becoming a Better You podcast with Herm Allen if you haven't done so. Until we meet again, always remember, personal growth makes you better.